0: in, everybody. This is the only time you will see us celebrate the Suns losing to the Clippers. That's right. They fall to the Clippers 119 to 114, but we're still celebrating here in the VIP lounge because that means the Suns will now face the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. How are you guys feeling? Espo all
1: <laughs> <laughs> Season's <laughs> over. Thank God. Uh, Even though we are in the the dive bar, uh, it's a happy dive bar, which is weird, which is very weird.
0: Yeah, technically a dive bar, but I chalk this one up as a win for us as Suns fans because, like I said, Clippers in the first round, I feel like that's the best option. I don't know how you guys feel. I know that you have to go through whoever it is you have to go through if you want to win a championship, but I like our odds against the Clippers, and I didn't really feel like facing the Warriors.
1: Likewise. Likewise. I think, uh, I think most fans feel like that today. I think most fans were like, I don't know how to feel about this game today because the Suns were playing extraordinarily well. Uh, but, but, uh, they were able to do what the, what the job was calling for, which was just lose the game so we could play the Clippers in this first round and see how it goes. And so it's going to be a fun series. Yeah.
2: Look, I had, uh, I kind of felt like maybe you wanted the Warriors because then you couldn't hear the, well, the Suns didn't take the most difficult path to the finals like we did in, in 2021 if they're on the road to that again. But who the hell cares? Just go out there, beat who's in front of you. And right now we know they need to get four wins against the Clippers. And tonight's game made me feel a lot better
0: about that happening maybe in four or five games. So. I agree entirely. I mean, I know that the the conversation around easier path or whatever, but this year it's so like, it's such a mixed bag in the West, especially, that I don't think you can really use that argument. And I think if you do, then you're grasping at straws, but that's me. But before we dive into more of that, let's take a look at this game, because it was actually a really enjoyable game to watch. There were some standout players in this one. Espo, start us off by looking inside the box.
2: Oh, what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? A 119-114 Suns victory in a loss against the Clippers. They lose, but they uh, played very well, as you'll see in this box. They were 14-37 of from three. The Clippers only five of 23. Suns uh, held their own on the boards. They played, uh, had 52 rebounds to the Suns' 47. Clippers played five starters. The Suns played one and that's how you get a 119-114 loss that really is a victory.
0: <laughs> I want to give a few flowers to uh and Dale, to Darius Baisley, to Saban Lee. Those guys definitely, they were, they wanted to win this game, it felt like.
1: It was it was a interesting game, dude. They they played with a lot of passion. They played a lot with a lot of effort. Um, it was nice to see Darius Basley get some some significant minutes and, and see what he can do. Uh, Saban Lee, man, whew, I tell you what, like when you, when you look at him, he had some good moments this season. I would be shocked if the Suns don't bring him back next year, um, at least, and uh, maybe even in a in a more permanent role, because uh, you just love his aggressiveness. He doesn't seem like he backs down to anybody. And, man, he almost posterized somebody uh, earlier in the in the third quarter. I, I, I almost jumped out. I was like, oh, shit, okay, all right. Uh, so, and then, obviously, Bayley had a couple dunks that were nice. And Jock started off the game very, very strong. Like, it was a total team effort from that bench unit. And I love how EJ kind of threw shade at all the haters that were like, oh, well, the Suns don't have a bench. The Suns don't have a bench. Uh, they kind of do.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that that is a big topic that we got from tonight's game, right? And we were talking about this on Friday as well when we knew that we were resting all of the starters. Gerald was saying, like, he's excited to see who steps up to the plate because obviously they're still out there trying to earn minutes in the playoffs from Monty. The guys have to show – this is kind of like their last audition, if you will. So it was good to see that they took the challenge and ran with it.
2: Yeah, and look, uh, Saban – came out. And what I love the most was he's playing defense against Russell Westbrook, a guy who has won MVPs, who's, uh, you know, revered by, by a lot of players. And he took no shit from Russell Westbrook, fouled him hard, didn't back down when Russ came after him, tried to posterize him later on. I like a guy that has no fear. And Saban came out uh, and showed that he actually reminded me a lot of campaign when campaign is at his best with that aggressiveness, and uh, so maybe maybe he does have a future. Maybe he is a guy that they look at. They're going to have a lot of question marks uh, to answer in the off season. But this was a chance for Saban to show himself. Uh, Baisley showed why James Jones uh, was intrigued enough to trade for him and potentially keep him around uh, in in the long run. A couple dunks that were uh, were nice. Eh, a couple you know mistakes as well, but that's to be expected. Uh, from a guy that hasn't played in a while. So, uh, and, and Jock came through the way we we've seen Jock come through. Played great offensively, uh crashed the boards and that's that's what you expect from him and uh, and you'll see it in the playoffs too because Monty will give him minutes when they uh when the matchup dictates and I think this uh Clippers matchup may dictate him getting some uh getting some minutes.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to see how Jock played today because You know, we've talked about this a lot. He doesn't get – he hasn't gotten a lot of minutes here as of late. So he had 14 points – nope, sorry, 15 points, eight rebounds. He was seven of 13. He also knocked down a three, which was good. Like this was a good game to boost Jock's confidence going into the playoffs because you kind of need that when you're a guy who doesn't have – normal minutes right when it's kind of always up and down or in flux that's something that's really valuable for him and he's talked about that just trying to battle through the ebbs and flows of the season especially not knowing when your name is going to be called so this afternoon's game was really good for jock that's for sure all right you guys want to name our player of the game who will wear the flower crown because there's quite a few options in this one but ultimately we went with Sabin Lee. Congratulations on the flower crown, Sabin Lee. Finished with 25 points, nine assists. He also had two steals. I'm really proud of uh, how Sabin Lee has played in this game and and all season that he's been with the Suns because he's still on a two way contract, correct? So he won't be playing yes. with the Suns in the playoffs. No,
2: no, he's allowed to be around the team, uh, participate in practice if I. If I understand correctly, but he cannot play in game, so he'll be he'll be along for the ride though. So glad he yeah. got got the run tonight and got to show what he uh, what he's made of. I'm sure he had plenty of family members out there since he's from town. Went to Corona, as they mentioned, I think six times on the broadcast. So
1: yeah, it almost want to make me throw up uh, again today. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, i mean, listen. Uh, uh, being an Aztec aside, it was fantastic to watch him do his thing today. Uh, he was aggressive. He was assertive. Uh, he didn't back down when he got the open shot. He took it, even though he's got kind of a, uh, a flatter jump shot. Uh, but I mean, he made things happen. He got guys involved, and he was aggressive. And that's what you want to see out of Saban Lee. And that's that's the that's his path forward. Is is you got to be that dog out there and prove uh, to Monty and company that you deserve minutes. And so I think he did a long way in in establishing himself for a possible roster spot next year and maybe a more significant role, but we'll see. It's uh, it was, it was fun to watch him play.
0: At the very least, I'd like to see Lee back next year on another two way contract. I know that was one of the things that came out in um, the CBA was that now we have three two way players that are allowed on each team. So Lee should absolutely fill at least one of those, if not a full roster spot, if they can't figure that out. Um, We also got flowers given to players from the Suns tonight in the Dan Marley Hustle Award, and that one went to Josh Okogie, so congratulations to J.O. Did you guys think J.O. is a good recipient of this award this year?
1: No, a million percent. He was the heartbeat of that team so so many times in so many games this year. Uh, Just the effort alone, like, I mean – I'm not trying to punt it, but yeah, I mean, he had, he displayed the most hustle out of any player out there uh, all season long consistently. Um, He showed up every night. Uh, He might not have been a dynamic scorer, but um, he defensively, he brought it all the time and that he definitely worthy of the award.
2: Yeah. I mean, he epitomizes what that award's all about. I mean, it's about the hustle, the heart, doing the little things, being ready whenever your name's called. I mean, there were points where he didn't play this season. And then he came back, and now all of a sudden he's a starter with the uh, with the team that is a lot of people's favorites to win the West. So it, it it's well deserved. I think uh, it was Gilbert in the chat said honorable mention to Biz. I agree, another guy okay. that deserves his love in that way. But I think Jo and what he has the potential to do uh, this playoffs too. Uh, he deserves the Marley hustle.
0: I also think honorable mention to Tori Craig because of what he was asked to do kind of last minute for this team. Um, and he, we, talk, we joke about it all the time. He gets hit in the face, he falls to the floor <laughs> every game, it feels like, and he gets back up and he continues to play. So, honestly, there were a lot of guys on the team this year that I think would have been deserving of this award. Josh Apogie, of course, one of them. But I think Bismack, Diombo, and Tori Craig also right there with him. So, uh, flowers to all of them. We're just going out a whole bunch of flowers good. today because I'm in a good mood.
2: <laughs> Can I give out some?
0: Yes, of uh, course.
2: Flowers to uh, the camera crew at Lindsay's house. That She looks <laughs> like she's in one of those 8K cameras like Fox used for their NFL coverage. I look like I'm using a Nokia phone uh, in a hostage situation. Yeah. So, uh, So thanks to your crew and for Emma for putting us next to each other.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: Fantastic. uh, I feel like I'm on my flip phone. So that's great.
0: You know, it was one of the benefits of getting that hand-me-down computer that I finally upgraded. With Mintz, I could actually use a real camera now with this computer. So I'm not stuck using just the one that's on the front of my computer that I use for like Zoom calls and shenanigans like that. So flowers to them. All right. Uh, I do want to ask you guys real quick, though. Did you see all the crazy kerfuffles that went down in the NBA today?
1: Yes. absolutely
0: wild so rudy gobert threw a punch at kyle anderson and then mason Pumley, plumley and bones highland got into it during our game and then also jaden mcdaniels he punched a wall and apparently fractured his hand as well emotions were running high today and i'm glad it was not at all within the sun's organization
1: yeah it was yeah. uh pretty, pretty wild to see all that today uh I, I don't know what the hell is going on in the water in Minnesota. Those guys were super aggressive with themselves or each other instead of the other team. Uh, I don't know how they were able to pull off that W today, but they did. And so, it's it's wild. And then today, obviously, the Clippers uh getting into it on the sidelines as well. Bones has had a rep for kind of rubbing uh, teammates the wrong way. And I don't know if that's something that's just, you know, a circumstance or if that's just who he is. Uh, I haven't I'm kind of confused about that one. Yeah.
2: How amazing is it that uh, apparently the Jazz pulled off a heist in that Rudy Gobert deal more than we even thought. Rudy Gobert, not a great season, losing his ever-loving mind at the end. Uh, you, know, you see the, they, now Minnesota has no draft picks for eternity. And, uh, and, yeah, I feel like they gave up more in the Gobert, almost more in the Gobert trade than the Suns did in the uh, – in the Durant trade and they got a play in uh, a you know, play in ticket and a uh, punch thrown on their bench. Great work. Great work.
0: Guys. Yeah. Out of control. Well, Somebody on Twitter was joking that the season started with a punch and now it's ending with a punch. So we've just come full circle, just true. full circle here. Now yes. when it comes to the bones Highland and Mason Plumlee shenanigans, obviously Saul, you had mentioned before the show started, we didn't see it on the broadcast, but they kind of made up pretty quickly right after they got into the little argument. Do you think that's something that will be water under the bridge by the time these two teams see each other again, or could it potentially bleed over?
1: Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things where, you know, you get into it in the heat of the moment. Um, I remember one time uh, in high school, I got um, a teammate slapped me on the leg who was sitting next to me because he was mad at me. Um, and then the coach like kind of broke it up or whatever. It was, it was the weirdest thing I, I'd ever experienced anyway. Uh, and then we were able to get by it and we never even brought it up again. Cause it's just like, all right, you're in the heat of the moment. You get mad and you just move on. And so I think that's what it looked like to me. Uh, we'll see if there's any residual effects, but, uh, I think they'll be fine.
2: I don't, I would respond with a laugh if somebody slapped me, like slapping on the
1: leg seems like such a
2: weird, it
1: was like to the <laughs> side of my leg. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, all right. I wanted to say, use yeah. your words.
2: <laughs> yeah, but look, the, in the heat of the, the moment words. like saying, like it, it it it's nothing. Like they they argued on the court, fine. It's when it gets physical and punches are thrown, that's when you go next level. But I the the Clippers are going to be just fine come come next weekend, so.
0: All I know is listen, if they just need a moment to chill out, maybe they should go to separate corners, right? Like you eliminate the, you set, take your you take yourself out of the situation, right? You go hang out. You maybe watch some of your shows, and if you're watching shows or or live TV, highly recommend watching it on FUBU Fubo TV, which is what I watched tonight's game on, which was phenomenal. Didn't have to deal with any weird pop ups on the app or anything like that. Yeah. I already downloaded the app on my TV at home, which made it. Really seamless and easy to go. They've got 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, news, and more. And Ubo TV has just been a lifesaver for us. I mean, we've only had it for a couple weeks here at PHNX, but I've already used it more than I probably should admit that I've used it, but it's just so handy. And it's one of those things that you can kind of take with you anywhere you go because it's mobile, phone, computer, TV, whatever you're watching on, you can absolutely... Have a great time on fubo tv so if you yeah. want to uh get in on the action and watch the suns on valley sports because valley sports will still be doing the first round of the playoffs correct
1: yes
2: correct
0: then uh, you should definitely use the link in the description of the show to sign up for 15 percent off your first month of fubo pro
2: yeah on, unlike the sun's the starters i actually was hard working today i was Cleaning the garage while watching the game with Fubo on the uh, on the app, and I uh, loved it every minute of it. I was highly engaged in planning our show, obviously, while I was cleaning <laughs> the garage.
0: Were you also drinking a 4 Peaks beer while you were cleaning the garage, Espo?
2: Was I? Look, I got a, I got like wow. How did beer. I know? I was prepared for a celebration <laughs> uh, in the in the walk-in closet today. So yeah. <laughs>
0: I knew you would be you would be prepared. Saul, we get it. It's your MJ flu game. You don't need to be drinking any Four Peaks beer. But if you guys want to stock up for the first round of the playoffs, make sure you stop by the grocery store and pick up your favorite Four Peaks beer. Also, the best place to take in the NFL draft is going to be at the Four Peaks pub on 8th Street in Tempe. That is April 27th, and our PHNX Cardinals crew will be out there doing a live show throughout the entire draft will be out there, so come hang out. It's the best place because you'll get live coverage of how this draft directly affects the Cardinals. So it's local, it's direct to you, and it's gonna be a heck of a lot of fun. Good beer, great food, what more could you ask for? So you do have to be 21 years or older to enjoy Four Peaks beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly, but make sure you register for free at the link in our description of the show to take advantage of beer specials that will also be happening. Okay. So I do want to kind of go back to the first round of the playoffs. Obviously, we'll be facing the Clippers. And I know we talked about it off the top of the show. But, like, what are your biggest takeaways as of right now? We'll go deeper into this in tomorrow's show. But just off the top of your head, biggest concern or least concern?
2: Biggest concern is that Paul George may be playing possum and may uh, come back in this first round, that'll make it more difficult. That would be my my main concern.
1: Um, yeah, I would say that. I, I mean, there's there's not really much that concerns me about the the Clippers outside of the fact that if you're the Suns, you you just gotta come ready to play every single night. Don't don't take anything for granted. Yeah, the Clippers look sloppy tonight, but you know what? You look sloppy um, in two games against the the manless Nuggets, uh, and so it, you know you, you just you gotta play. You gotta play. Hard in the playoffs because everybody's coming with it and, and they're going to be ready to go, especially against the Suns, who the, the Clippers have been eliminated by here in the last two years. So uh, I'm just excited for the playoffs. I'm so glad we're finally here. It feels like it's just been a death march for for like eight months. So I'm glad we're here. It's going to be fun. I'm excited.
0: I agree. I think the Paul George potentially, if he does come back at some point in time in that first round, that'll obviously be another speed bump that you'll have to get over and then saw like not getting lackluster, not getting complacent, knowing that your opponent is a little bit hobbled right now, missing one of their key players, making sure you actually show up for these games. But I also think that Zach in the chat brought up a really good point too. They said, sun's got to tighten it up in the third quarter. The Clippers are good in the third quarter, which we did see that last night. Didn't the Clippers have like a 45 point third quarter against the trailblazers?
2: Yeah, Yeah, it was the Trailblazers, though. uh, The same team that gave up almost 160 to the Warriors today. So,
0: Didn't they also, though, start the third quarter on a nice little run tonight? Yes. Was that the Clippers?
1: Yeah, Yeah. they did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that is something that we'll have to keep an eye out for um, since we've been talking about that third quarter with the Suns a little bit more than we'd like to as of late. But overall, I do think it'll be – a pretty good and hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, a really fun first round. And you know that we're going to bring you guys more coverage tomorrow. We're going to dive really deep into the Clippers. Gerald is going to be writing articles over at gophnx.com, So make sure you bookmark that and keep it uh, open so that you can read all of his great content over there. And now is also a really good time to get your hands on some merch before the playoffs start. So if you are in the need for some new merch to wrap your son's squad be sure to check out phnxlocker.com they got a lot of really cool stuff over there
2: yeah i'm pretty sure if you order the new slim valley reaper turquoise shirt if you order it today you're going to be close to getting in time for the playoffs starting next weekend so
0: yes
1: you
2: should
0: we love that fast shipping around here for sure okay so it's the time of the show where you guys are the most excited for um, we're going to reveal who actually won our betting competition for the year of 2023. This was the final night or e- afternoon to place a bet, and we played it Jeopardy-style. We kept it a secret from each other what our bets were, and we were allowed to bet as much money as be- we had in our account. So be- I'm nervous.
1: Before we start, I just want to say I, I, I felt like I gave it a really solid effort. <laughs> Win or lose, I gave it everything I had. So let's go.
0: I okay. We, Saul, all, Saul not, Saul is, we all didn't do that.
1: Hold on, Saul.
2: Saul won. This is Saul playing, uh, playing coy here, screwing with us, so we can have some giant celebration when this happens. That's what I I'm honestly don't
1: want at all.
0: I have no idea, and I'm so nervous. Okay, so Emma, show us what what it was coming into today's game. Okay, so it was me with two ninety six. Sorry, go ahead, Emma, did you want to talk?
2: No, I'm so excited just for
0: for the new leaderboard. Oh, God. So I was in the lead at 296 before this game. Saul was in second with 236, and Espo was in third with 164. So what does it look like now? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Mother Abby no! Bookman, what did you
1: like? get <laughs> Let's go!
0: Let's go! What did If you I had get hit on? mine, I
1: would have been right there with you, with you, Saul. So let's go. I started off. I need, dude. I was sweating my ass off oh that last God. minute of the game because I needed the Clippers to win by five or more, and they were fucking around. And I was like, oh, my gosh, if I hit every single leg of this bet except for this, I'm going to lose it. And thankfully, I came through. Uh, I needed Jock Landale to have 25 PRA. He got it. Uh, He got it, and then he came out of the game and never came back. Oh, my God. Uh, Josh Okogie, 20 PRA. Uh, 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 Kawhi Leonard, it looked like he might not come back in the fourth quarter. Uh, He was at 29 PRA. And then he came (laughs) back in. He got a couple buckets. Oh, my God. I did it. I beat everyone at betting because I am the fucking greatest. Let's go!
2: <laughs> I knew it was gonna happen. Wow! How much? What did you Lindsay bet? bet? Let's let's see what Lindsay.
1: I, he, I you bet bet it all. I bet two hundred and thirty-five dollars. I saved the dollar sixty-three just in case you went all in, Lindsay.
0: Oh my god! I'm so mad at you. Um, <laughs> I obviously did exactly what it was that I always do. I, safe <laughs> I just took the Clippers to win, but I put $250 on it. I kept an additional like 40 and some change just in case because I figured the two of you would go all in as well. So I was like, if we all miss, then at least I've got some change left to uh, potentially still win this one. Dang, I'm so mad at you, Saul.
1: Espo, <laughs> <laughs> how close were you?
2: Not even. I took Russell Westbrook have a triple double at plus ten fifty. <laughs> oh man, what was the stat line? I didn't not see. good, no, <laughs> not no close. Time. I can give you the exact stat line. You want it? Here we go. Drum roll, pre- please. Russell Westbrook, twenty five points, eight assists, one steal, zero blocks, and oh, I guess it was closer than I thought. He had seven rebounds as well, so I was within shouting. Pretty minutes. close,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah that's it, not it, he
2: got it. a lot of that in the last uh, five minutes of
1: that game, though. So, Lindsay, I can't believe, I can't believe that you went a minus 450. There were so many other things you could have done.
0: I know, but I assumed that you and us, though, would take a big swing, and I was banking on your swings to miss. Like I just was. I was like, "Why? Why am I gonna go out on a limb here and like swing for the fences when I'm up? And maybe the two of you will do that and bet all your dollars and lose." That's what I was thinking. Well, to on, be
1: but.
2: to be Emma, fair, she was right. If you had if you hadn't gotten that last leg,
1: she would have won just by yeah, doing that. So. Yeah, she would have. Yeah. She would have. Uh, Emma, can I see that leaderboard one more time?
0: It's not bad, though. At the end of the day, <laughs> it's not bad. I got over eighteen hundred.
1: <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! I'm so pumped about this.
0: Okay, I'm so but overall, wait, put those numbers back up, please, Emma. Overall, this is not a bad looking leaderboard, except for Espo. Saul, you finished uh, the the second half of the regular season with eighteen hundred and twenty-two dollars in your account. I finished with six hundred and two dollars in my account, and Espo, you finished with zero. But Saul, you and I, like, we made a pretty penny here. So that wasn't a terrible competition. Like, I may have lost, but I still won.
1: <laughs> this is true. This is true. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. I, I I will say this, too. To be able to leave my living room and come to this room and not, like, give it away. Like, when Kawhi was dribbling the clock out, I literally uh, found magic energy. And I, like, skipped. Because <laughs> I knew. I was like, there's. Unless unless Esmo hit big, because I knew Esmo was gonna take a swing, but I just didn't know what the swing was gonna be. I was like, unless Espo hit big, I'm pretty sure I was gonna beat Lindsay because I know you were gonna you were gonna try and take it easy. Uh and uh yeah. I'm the champ. <laughs> well, so congratulations. Can we put the Saul. leader?
0: here's your flower.
2: <laughs> Emma, put the leaderboard back up one more time.
1: Yeah, I would have
2: beaten you by 70 dollars if I had hit. Oh man. <laughs> That would have been unbelievable.
0: You <laughs> um, get a super chat from Han. They said, how is Gerald, which I mean, I think they mean Espo. Um, how is Espo more accurate with his tinfoil hat calls than his bets?
2: Because I actually put effort into my tinfoil hat calls. <laughs> I just, I, I swing big and I had fun and I left with uh, with exactly what I had when I came in. Nothing.
0: So That's fair. That's completely fair, Espo. I, I don't blame you for swinging for the fences and having a little bit of fun with this competition because at the end of the day that's what it was all about we were just going to be having a little bit of fun all right now that you guys know uh you can send saul flowers at saul bookman if you want to on twitter and congratulate him on beating both Espo and i if that's not your cup of tea you can also just head on down to octane race raceway and mavericks for a little bit of fun this spring the weather is getting warmer outside we're going to be wanting to do more things indoors here soon and octane raceway and maverick have you covered they've got cart racing they have virtual reality they've got laser tag axe throwing bowling arcades great food and drinks and if you want to check out the action head to OctaneRaceway.com or mavericks.com to learn more they have specials every single day of the week from Fifteen dollars uh, unlimited fun pass on Monday, on Saturday and Sunday they have fifty percent off signature bowling before noon. All types of specials. It's great for a date night or a family outing. Whatever you're looking for, again check out OctaneRaceway.com or Mavericks.com to learn more. So it was fan Should- appreciation night. Yeah, what's up?
1: No, no, I was uh, I was gonna say, are, are we are we gonna discuss the playoffs?
0: I was going to discuss it tomorrow in the show more in depth, but what do you want to talk about?
1: Just who's playing who, like how it all shook out. So right now, because of the Minnesota Timberwolves' victory over the Pelicans, the Pelicans went from possibly being the 5 all the way down to the 9 now. They're going to play OKC in New Orleans. Uh, The Lakers are playing at home against the T-Wolves. Winner gets the seven seed. Losers got to play the winner of the 9-10 matchup. Uh, Then obviously we got the Clippers and then Sacramento and Golden State uh, are the, the matchup in the first round as well. Memphis is waiting in the wings for that uh, seven matchup. So, and then in the East, you got Toronto and Chicago at the 9-10. Miami, Atlanta is a 7-8. Uh, Milwaukee is the top overall seed. Cleveland, Knicks, which I think is going to be the best uh, first round matchup outside of the Warriors-Kings. 4-5, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Uh, so, Mikhail Bridges is going to get an opportunity to beat possibly the MVP this year uh, at the 3-6 matchup. And then Boston is the over, uh, the two seed in the East.
0: A lot of movement today, that's for sure. It's crazy how much in the West things moved literally down to the last minute, like and so drastically as well.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it was interesting. I yeah, feel I'm- bad for Gerald. He was trying to do the math on Friday night after the game. Math that the NBA was like, we'll give you tomorrow because we don't even want to do this math right now. <laughs> and then yesterday with that tweet that kind of broke, out, broke down, what the implications were as far as the Suns and the Clippers and the Warriors for tonight that I know somebody in the pregame show was joking about, like, his tweet hurt my head because it was just so much. This yeah. year was crazy in the West.
2: Yeah, it was nuts, and it came down again to craziness in that final day, and I think it's going to be the same in the playoffs too. I think this is going to be, uh, at least in this first round, uh, a knockout, uh, a knockdown drag out kind of a couple of weeks in the West Uh, that that King's warrior series is going to be fascinating to see just how real the Kings are. And, uh, and if the Warriors can just flip that switch, like everybody uh, seems to think that they may be able to do. And then I'm, I'm fascinated with the seven, eight matchup there uh, in the, in the play-in with the, with the Lakers and, and Timberwolves. I'm excited to see how that plays out and see if the Timberwolves can hold it together with duct tape enough to beat the Lakers and and force the Lakers into two must-win games before they even get to the playoffs. Because I actually kind of like the idea of a Nuggets-Lakers first-round series. That would be a hell of a lot of fun to watch uh, Jokic versus
1: AD and LeBron there. So what I think is fascinating is that I could see the Lakers winning that game against the T-Wolves. Moving into that seventh spot against Memphis, which means that you have Sacramento, Golden State, Memphis, and the Lakers in that bottom half of the bracket. But to me, the intriguing part is the the possible matchup of the Pelicans facing the Denver Nuggets in the first round of that 1-8 series. Um, I, I tell you what, Denver didn't look very good down the stretch really for the last month. We saw how tough it was for us to play the Pelicans in the first round last year. It'll be equally as tough this year. The Pelicans are no joke. Um, That matchup is a difficult one for Denver, and so it's fascinating to see where that could possibly go.
0: Well, and the biggest thing looming over Denver's head is their coach literally called them soft the other night. Like, whatever is going on within that locker room doesn't appear to be great from the outside looking in. I'm not going to pretend that I know everything that's going on in that locker room, but to outwardly basically call your team soft is not a good look, and I think that speaks to potentially bigger issues behind closed doors.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I just, and I don't want to see them get bailed out and and get to play Minnesota in round one. Like, I feel like that is, is an easy path for them. And I look, I want to see them get challenged just like, you know, every other team in the, in the West is going to get challenged in this first round. No, uh, no free, free lunch here for the nuggets and a free pass into that second round. Give them LA, give them the Pelicans, uh, anybody but Minnesota. So
0: Derek in the chat said Mike Malone is old school motivating them, which that might might be the case. And I don't know how the, those players will react to that. I don't know them well enough, but maybe if we do end up facing the Nuggets at some point in time, we'll bring in some of our friends from over at DNBR to give us a little bit more insight to what their players are and maybe some insight into how that locker room is. But we did get word from our very own Gerald Bourget, who will hopefully be joining us here shortly. Game one of Suns vs. Clippers will be on Sunday. At the time, it's still TBD, but it'll officially be Sunday that we see uh, those two once again. So it's a, a very long week ahead of us, waiting for the first round to actually tip off. But now we know Sunday is the day. That,
2: that surprises me. I thought for yeah. sure they'd be a Saturday game. I did not think they'd hold off till Sunday. So
0: I feel so. like Sunday because it's, it wouldn't Sunday be like more of a prime time, like time slot.
1: I mean, potentially, I mean, they're all, we'll we'll have the ABC slot for sure.
0: Yeah. So that's all I'm thinking is maybe it's just because they think that that's a big draw. Potentially. Um, You still technically have an LA market. Granted, it's not the Lakers fan base, but it's still an LA market. And maybe people are leaning in to the suns right now, a little bit more than they were two, three weeks ago. I mean, look at the way our bench played today. So hopefully they'll lean in a little bit more. We shall see.
2: Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant, Kawhi, that's a lot of
1: star power. So Yeah, it is.
0: It is. So it was fan appreciation night down at the Footprint Center. And obviously the Suns organization was showing a lot of love to the fan base. But they also showed a lot of love to Al McCoy, who, as you all know, is retiring as the voice of the Phoenix Suns after 51 years years and at halftime they had a celebration on the court and we got a little glimpse into what he said to all of us during that celebration
1: to play the game is great to win the game is greater but to love the game is the greatest of all 51 years have been the greatest
2: of all. And I just want to take this opportunity
1: to thank everyone in this arena this afternoon, to all of those that are watching and listening on radio and TV, a thank you for allowing me to tell the story of the Suns for 51 great years.
2: That was really sweet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be tough for him to try to encapsulate 50, 51 seasons and what it all means to him, but uh, per usual with Al, it uh, was very eloquent in the way he he expressed that, and he will be missed, obviously. He also said, uh, you know, this this was nice, but there's a lot more wins we got to go get. So, uh, so I like that attitude too. He looks at it and he goes, all right. Yeah. But there's still 16 more. I'd love to love to be able to call and be a part of. So uh, let's uh, let's go win it for Al. Congratulations to him. And and shout out to Matt Ishbia, who understood the moment uh, well enough to say, look, I've only known Al for a little bit of time. Here's Jerry Colangelo. He can tell you better about what Al means. So,
1: yeah, my first reaction to that was, uh, I don't know if Robert Sarver would ever." You know what I mean? Like, and the fact that Ishbia did was well, just a testament to how he's already understanding what this fan base is all about, and that's fantastic. And it was so cool to see Jerry Colangelo there right next to Al because I feel like those two are synonymous with each other, especially with the the origins of this organization. And it's been fun. It's been fun to listen to Al over the, the course of, for my life, four decades. Um, he's just, he's one of a kind. He, he's, like we talked about before, he's, he's of that Chick Hearn uh, caliber, um, you know, Vin Scully type, type of, uh, voice. And we got to win it for Al. That's just, uh, how this is going to go. Like we just got to win it for Al. Cause he's, he's the legend. And we gotta, we gotta, we gotta push this thing as far as we possibly can because the day he signs off, man, it's going to be emotional.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's uh,
2: uh... go ahead. Espo. I was just gonna say, Ken, Ken in the chat, uh, has a, a heartfelt question for us. Uh, well, what... What will our uh, goodbye speeches be after fifty-one years of phnx Sports?
1: Well, I would, uh, well, I will be ninety-four.
0: <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much where Al's at, is it not?
1: Yeah,
0: you could do it. Saul. He's, he's ninety-one, Al can do it, I think.
1: You can do it. Yeah, I'm solid. I go ahead, that's well.
2: Because Saul and I will look like the two old guys from the Muppets, trying <laughs> sitting in the balcony, trying to tell you how we feel after fifty years uh, of this. I'll be, I'll be eighty, like eighty-eight at fifty-year mark. You'll be, you'll be in your nineties. Uh, yeah, well, I, I will not sound or look as good as Al at that point. I can promise you that.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it'll be be emotional for a lot of people in the Valley, that's for sure, when he finally signs off for the last time. And honestly, I know we keep saying, like, win it for Al, but what an amazing storyline if that actually ended up being the case. Like, it literally writes itself, you know what I mean? So not to jinx it or anything or get overly emotional, but it would be really incredibly cool to see. For sure. So there's not a good transition out of that. Again, seems to be every time we talk about Al, the transitions get harder and harder. But I got good news for you guys. Gerald is on his way to joining the show with updates from Monty and the players. But first, let me tell you about our friends over at Circle K. You know how much I love Circle K, whether it's Polar Pops or iced coffee or getting gas on the way to work, because it seems to be the only place that I drive back and forth to at Circle K. Their locations are plentiful around the valley, so you know you can always find one close by. Um, like I said, the iced coffee that they have is only $1.89. They've got 12 packs of beer for 9 dollars They've got Red Bull, three for $8 or Monster, if that's your thing, three for $6. So make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Head to circlek.com store dash locator to find a Circle K near you. And I know I told you about our hangout happening at Four Peaks on April 27th for the NFL Draft, but we also have a hangout happening next Saturday, April 15th at Illegal Peaks. So join our PHNX Sun Devils podcast out at Illegal Peaks in Tempe on Saturday, April 15th at 10 a.m. for the pregame ahead of ASU football's spring game. The crew will be doing a live show out there and They got $3 margaritas all day long. And these are amazing margaritas. Illegal Pete's has some of the best margaritas in town. Every single person I've ever talked to who's had a margarita there has loved it. So make sure that you come and hang out with us. But if you can't join us that day, Illegal Pete's has happy hour every single day from 3 to 6 p.m. So make sure you take advantage of that. Illegal Pete's is your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Okay, Gerald's here, everybody. The hey.
1: Beyond the lights There shall only be one Welcome To
0: GERTH Hi Gerald
1: <clears throat> Hi Gerald
3: I can't hear or see you guys right now
0: Oh uh,
2: no Oh no Girth's hey. broke it
1: Well I guess we got to wait for him to fix this stuff.
2: You all saw Gerald.
0: Bye. Well, he he told us he can't see us, and I'm trying to like just give him hand signals of what to do. <laughs> Stupid. Oh my God. Oh, oh no. Well, we'll try again. We'll get Girth in here at one point in time. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. But as Aussie Sons fans pod said, haha, the standard Girth technical difficulties. It's not Girth's oh. fault. It's the footprint center's fault. Hold on. And Hold on. Wet. I love.
2: I love that I've been on a show from this walk-in closet with Ozzy Suns Fan Pod in Australia. No technical issues. Gerald is at the Footprint Center, usually about two miles from us. Uh, not even that much. A mile from us at the studio. and we, He has these, uh, these issues. Hey, can you hear us, Gerald? Now I can hear and see you. There hey, we <laughs> there we go.
1: Gerald, yes. big news tonight. Oh, uh, now now Lindsay's on mute. Oh,
0: guess Gerald. <laughs> guess we want you to guess
1: who won their bet. Hey. Who, who won
0: the overall? Who do you thing? think
3: won? Uh, I think it was Lindsay.
1: Nah. Uh, did you really? <laughs> the
3: champion. Let's go. What a last second comeback!
1: Uh, first right? of all, first of all, I Dallas Mavericks these guys in the seventh game is what I did. Because I destroyed oh, wow. them. I won by what almost a thousand dollars. Wow. Over a yeah. thousand.
0: It was
1: twelve hundred. I think you won by twelve hundred. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna dance, but what I'm kind of, of dancing.
0: What kind of bet did you hit? Right?
1: I mean, it wasn't that hard really, you know. I do this every day. No, I'm just going Uh so <laughs> clippers had to win by five, so that last minute was I was kind of stressing it. Um, and then just uh Kawhi 30 PRA. Jock, 25 PRA, Josh Shikogi 20 PRA, um, and and Jock had to get over seven and a half rebounds, and they all did it. Wow. Very impressive. <laughs> That's tough yeah, ones. I <laughs> know. Anyway, I just want to pat myself on the back one more time.
0: <laughs> I did finish Here. with like $600 and some change, so I won't say that it was a complete loss, but it does suck that I took the L in the seventh game. <laughs>
2: Gerald, if you see uh, Russell Westbrook uh, before he gets on the bus, can you give him an evil look for me? Because if he had two more rebounds and three more assists, I would have won the whole thing.
1: Oh, that's brutal.
0: If ifs were a fifth, we'd all be drunk.
1: Thank you, Lindsay. I literally was about to say that right there. Yes.
0: Let's be honest.
2: Saul wouldn't after the kind of night he had.
0: (laughs) All right, Gerald, let's dive into this game. Obviously, the Suns – We're messing around a little bit here. We all were wondering if they got the memo that maybe they should lose this game. Ultimately, they did. The Suns will face the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. But what was your overall perspective on this one?
3: Yeah, I mean, I I like the fight from these guys. There were only nine of of them out there, and um, they played hard. I I loved, you know, what Jock was able to come in and do. And he was saying it was good for him the last couple games to get out there and have that continuity with the second unit. Um, And if you hear what sounds like gunshots they're working on all the speakers in here because we had that uh that mishap during the game where that speaker was kind of dangling and they had to pause the game for a little bit so they're battening down the hatches literally before the playoffs here um but no I, I thought it was great and and jock was happy to be able to go out there and produce and basically tell the coaching staff look if you need me if you need to throw me into the fire i'm ready for whatever situation so Um, and it wound up being a loss. You know, you could look at the last couple minutes and see the defense, uh, loosened up a little bit compared to what we're used to seeing from the suns. But I I love their effort on this. It was good to get some of the bench guys extended minutes. Um, and now we get to see the Clippers again a week from today.
2: You, uh, you bring up having to see the Clippers again, the Kawhi stopper. Ish Smith, or Ish Smith, Ish Wainwright, get my issues confused all the time. Uh, Ish Wainwright got hurt in this game. Did you get any update on him?
3: Yeah, I asked Monty about him, and he was saying that he took a shot to the ribs. They initially thought he took a shot to the throat or the face, but um, it's a rib contusion, so it's something they're going to monitor this week. Um, But the Suns are going to take the next two days off. Their first practice is going to be Wednesday, so that gives guys a chance to heal, to rest up a little bit before they get back to the grind. Um, I don't think it'll be anything major and Bismack Biombo is also hopeful that they'll be out there for the playoffs campaign as well. So hopefully everyone will be right by the time this series gets started next Sunday.
1: How thankful are you that the the season is over?
3: I'm so excited, man. I'm so ready for playoff <laughs> basketball and, and like these last couple of weeks have been just crazy with guys resting and the four seed locked up and, Guys in and out of the lineups because of injuries or rest, whatever. Like I'm, I'm ready for some meaningful basketball for sure. It's going to be exciting.
0: So you mentioned that the game will obviously be on Sunday. Do you have any idea of when we find out what time the game will be at?
3: I would assume either later today or tomorrow is probably when we'll get indication on that. Um, the NBA just released their tentative schedule in terms of who's playing on what day. I think the Suns are the only team that. The matchup is already decided. That's playing on Sunday. The rest will be like play-in uh, teams. But uh, yeah, hopefully we should have that either later this evening or tomorrow.
0: Did Monty or any of the guys kind of give you any insight into how they will plan out this next week before seeing the Clippers again to start the first round?
3: Nothing specific aside from the fact that they're taking into account what happened last year. They had obviously that week off. Um, and didn't, couldn't really prepare for their playoff opponent because they were playing a play-in team. Um, so he said that what happened last year in terms of how they approached that week informed their decision-making on this, but they've been looking at this upcoming week for a while in terms of what they want to do from a conditioning standpoint, from maintaining sharpness and focus and all that stuff. Um, and I think now that we know that they're not going to practice for the next two days, I think it involves first and foremost just getting guys healthy, getting guys uh, some rest and a couple of well-deserved days off before they uh, get back to the grind on Wednesday.
1: Somebody is saying in the chat that um, it looks like it's a 5:15 local start time on Sunday. Um, we'll, he also said to-
2: he's guessing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to confirm that, obviously. So. Yeah,
0: well, it, you know, we'll tweet it out. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. We'll
3: see. I, I think they might have the Sunday. Like whatever the primetime game is on Sunday, they'll probably be that game. But I, I guess it depends on who the other play-in teams are.
0: Awesome.
2: Gerald, Thanks, Jared. do
0: you, oh, awesome. you know
2: the last time that the Suns faced the team that they closed out the play or closed out the regular season against in the first round of the playoffs?
3: Uh, it wasn't the Pelicans. It wasn't.
2: Uh, it. It was way before you were born. So. <laughs>
3: Oh, well then, no, I
2: have no idea. 1975-76, they faced the Seattle Supersonics in round one after facing them in the final game. And you know what happened that year? First time the team ever went to the NBA Finals. So, And Al well, McCoy that. was on the call. So there you go. Well, there we go.
0: So you're saying there's a chance.
2: <laughs> Let's do this thing!
0: <laughs> Thanks, Gerald. We appreciate you.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Guys, you can follow Gerald on Twitter at Gerald Borgay for all of the updates and all of the links to the articles that he's going to write over at GoPH Next, so make sure you do that. All right, gentlemen, to round out today's show, obviously it was fan appreciation night at the Footprint Center, but I also think we need to have a little bit of appreciation here. I know I tell you guys every single show as we sign off that we appreciate you, but genuinely, from the bottom of our hearts, we really do appreciate you. I feel like we know so many of you just from talking to you in the chat on a regular basis. Like some of you are in here every single day and it means the world to us. And honestly, we we wouldn't be able to do this without you. I know that you guys know that, but it's just been so much more fun with you guys. And it's it's been a real pleasure and a real joy to have these last couple of seasons together.
1: Yeah, a million percent. You know, one of the cool things about doing this is, is just kind of building that community up and and seeing how many people just return time and time and time again. And it's it's really, really cool. Um, and trust us, it, it doesn't get lost on us how uh, how fortunate we are to be able to do this and and uh, bring you cool content from time to time. So uh, thank you.
2: Yeah, shout out to some of the regulars, Ozzy Suns Fan Pod, Chris, uh, Tashi D., uh Colt Twenty Three. I'll give you a shout out, even though you're always crapping on the Suns. Uh, you know, so Frank. Frank's in the chat. Just dropped a super chat. Says, what do you appreciate me?" Yes, I appreciate you, Frank Kaminsky. Thanks for being in the chat. Uh, there's just so many people that are here all the time. Eli. Uh, so says Jay, my lawyer, uh, who always tries to protect me from stupid things I say. Everybody, I I, I appreciate. Everybody that supported us along the way, you
1: know, yeah, basketball Cthulhu, uh, Charles Coulter is usually in here. Hello is usually in here. Uh, Jose Sisoayama, Sisoayama, uh, I don't know how to say that last name, but I'm trying. Uh, you know, Kyle B,
0: Cycle yeah. Blue, Tim from Phoenix, MCG Blue, Sunderus Dunks or Punks, depending on which one you want to go by.
2: For sure, ads and not from AZ. So I see, see you in there, Brian. Yeah, there's so many, it's become very much like, uh, you know, it sounds cheesy, but it has become like a family, and it's fun to see you guys. You know, whether it's three p.m. on a random Tuesday or post game after a big win, like it's it's fun to be able to hang out with each and every one of you. And guess what? We get to do it for the entire playoffs. We're here along with you, so let's have some fun.
0: Yeah, and we're not taking next week off. So I know there's a week in between games for the Suns, but we'll be here. We're still going to have. Uh, shows pretty much all week long We've already got a whole bunch of really cool guests line up that will come in and we'll preview Suns vs. Clippers and we'll talk about some other cool things So make sure you guys are around and ready you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore sons You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ you can follow Saul at Saul underscore bookman And of course you can follow Espo at Espo, but we will for sure push out the links and let you know Every single show this week is going to be at 3 p.m., so that's pretty easy from a planning standpoint because there are no games. Um, but come hang out with us because we've, we've got some fun stuff in store for you guys. Cool.
2: We will t- – uh, is, it, is it time? Do I, yeah, do I what it's off Is it time? Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah.
2: Look, it's over. We made it through 82 games. The playoffs are here. Let's celebrate. Let's go. Ahoy, ahoy.